Hello, my beautiful friends. Welcome to the Ascension Vortex, a sanctuary for awakened leaders where you hear activations on mindset, magic, and wealth, plus interviews with incredible thought leaders of our time. I'm your host and oracle, Natalie Granja. Today, we will be discussing the journey of working less while still making money in your business. So, uh, Guys, it has been a long time since I've done an episode. So much has shifted in the world, but also so much has shifted within me, within my business, and the level in which we are showing up in is um, a whole new paradigm, truly. So uh, I am now living in Austin, Texas with my fiance and my beautiful puppy girl, Penelope, which um, if you have been following my stories, you would be totally hip to. But just in case you are new here or um, haven't really caught up with me in a while, that's just a little um, update. But I want to get into the conversation today. I asked you guys on Instagram, um, you know, how you wanted to consume this information and everyone just about everyone said podcast uh, or instagram tv but i feel like podcast is a really great way to um consume the information while you're on the go while you're you know doing whatever you're doing i'm sure you are um you know productive people and you know what laying down is productive so if you're laying down listening to this or just chilling then kudos to you Um, but i want to get into the topic for today so i want to first begin with a quote that most of you have already heard but will also help me set the tone for today's episode Nikola Tesla said, if you wish to understand the universe, think of energy, frequency, and vibration. So nowhere in that quote does it say to think of working more, feeling overwhelmed, or chasing money. So if the language of the universe is broken down into energy, frequency, and vibration, those are the three factors you have self-governance over every day for ease i'll be referring to that as energy mastery right so you may have heard me say that before um and you may you know hear the term energy mastery throughout the episode that's really what we're referring to we're referring to energy frequency and vibration so i'm gonna paint a picture of an average day of mine three or four years ago and an average day today or at least from the time this episode is being recorded. So three to four years ago, you would have found me with back-to-back in-person clients sharing all of my goods on Instagram, all of the downloads, all of the thoughts, scrambling to make a post um, by the perfect Instagram algorithm hour, um, holding my online clients' hands because I think I, I used to think that I needed to since they were paying me thousands of dollars. Um, feeling upset at the lack of online clients that I had, um, even though I I I did have clients online. It was just like I thought I had to have this full blown online space thing. Um, and uh, I was also overwhelmed at the in person clients I did have. So. 
I was thinking that I needed more, right? Like I kept on thinking like more, bigger, more, 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 because I felt like having more online clients or um, more things on my docket, more things to do was going to prove that I'm a real entrepreneur. I thought that having more would prove that I have an abundant business. I thought that having more in my day and more to do meant that I was doing it right. I thought that having more and more and more and more meant that I'm booked out and I am really needed and wanted. Guys, my baseline energy was stress and perfectionism. My perfectionism would lead to more stress and my stress would lead to more perfectionism. Does that sound familiar to you guys? Do you struggle with stress or any kind of perfectionism? So let's fast forward to today. I can sleep in as long as I need to, which for me usually means 8 a.m., which I'm totally okay with. Um, I luxuriate in my morning. I take my time. I spend my day doing whatever it is that I want to do. I have my family come visit. I have my friends come visit. I take trips. I go shopping. I work on art. I just lounge. I rest. I read. I create. Um, I explore the new city that I'm in, right? Like I can do literally whatever I want. Um, I follow my highest excitement in all moments. So for example, recording this podcast on a Tuesday morning is what's my highest excitement. So I do it. I have one day a week dedicated to new client inquiries. And the other day I have dedicated to client calls. So essentially I'm working, let's say two days a week. Depending on how many hypnosis tracks I'm recording, I'll open up maybe a third day to write, edit, and record if I can't do it all on the same day designated for calls or for client work. Sometimes I'll space it out or sometimes I'll batch it all in one day. It is completely up to me. I am absolutely working less and making more money than I ever made while giving all of my energy to my back-to-back clients, right? So how does that work? I have so much time and money freedom that it allows me the opportunity to nurture myself in a way that allows my channel to be the clearest it has ever been. When my channel is clear, my intuition is precise. When I follow my intuition, it leads me into new levels of abundance, fulfillment, and service to others. So here's a disclaimer. I am not opposed to working more, nor am I opposed to full days of work, but my intuition has led me to this perfect moment. And in this chapter of my life, I just so happen to be learning that prosperity has literally nothing to do with how much you work at your desk. 
So if you are like, well, I would love to, you know, have more days of client work or creativity, then by all means, go ahead and do that. I'm not saying my way is the perfect way. This is just what my intuition has led me to, to this chapter, this learning lesson. And this is what, you know, you guys wanted to hear. So this is why I'm sharing it. So I'm going to share three things I shifted in order to become a six-figure business as a psychic and hypnotist in the online space. And I preface psychic and hypnotist because there is no prior template to how to be an abundantly integrous Um, you know, psychic or hypnotist. Like these are two things that, you know, modern day whatever would consider woo-woo or, you know, hogwash or whatever it is. And I'm like, these are the two tools, being psychic and being a hypnotist, that has allowed me the privilege of time freedom and money freedom and creative freedom, right? So um, it's kind of like, holy shit, how does that happen? Well, I'm going to teach you the three things that I personally had to shift and that a lot of my clients are also bumping up against. So the first one is learning how you work best. Um, by the way, guys, if you have the opportunity, I would take out a piece of paper, a pencil, or take out the notes app in your phone and really kind of, you know, allow this to be a masterclass because I'm giving away a lot of good information here. So, um, definitely take this time to integrate the work because, you know, I'm giving you what, what you need in order to, um, really create more ease in your life. So, um, again, learn how you work best. You can look at your gene keys, your astrology, your human design, right? It's all helpful tools, but in the end, it's completely up to you to understand how you thrive. This is one of the first things I do with my clients, because if you don't understand how you thrive and what drives you, creating change, like long lasting change is going to be quite challenging. The opposite of learning how you thrive is understanding your unconscious sabotage spirals, which I'm sure you've heard me talk about a lot. If you are following me on Instagram, which by the way, if you don't follow me on Instagram, it's at Natalie Granja underscore. The link is in my bio. Um, so I know that given the fact that I'm a sensitive being, I rest and recover best when I'm alone. I need alone time to replenish and find a sense of what, where my energy starts and where my energy ends. And of course, where someone else's energy starts and where someone else's energy ends. Oh, it's 11, 11, make a wish. So part of my, um, one-on-one work with people is that I allow my clients energy to enter my being and I'll also enter their being. This is how I most strongly perceive psychic information. So again, in order for me to really replenish, 
I have to have that alone time so that I can understand what's my energy and what's maybe lingering from someone else's energy. So of course I have different ways of protecting myself and different ways of working, but honestly, the strongest way I can access my psychic gifts when working with someone is allowing their energy to fully enter my body and vice versa, me going into their body. Um, and of course I do this at a distance. So, um, I know that because I offer such an intimate level of one-on-one work, I desire less clients, but at a more premium investment. So I know that because of the way that I work with my intuitive gifts and the level of depth that I go to with my clients, I actually don't want to be taking back-to-back clients. That's not in my desire. I don't want to have back-to-back-to-back clients every single day, right? Like I would rather have a handful of intimate one-on-one clients that I'm allowing this level of depth, but you know, in exchange, it would have to be at a premium price because of the level of um, skill and um, education and experience that it takes to do what I do. So if you've ever worked in the service industry, this might be familiar to you, familiar to you. So um, have you ever heard of the term like being a volume bar versus being a craft cocktail bar? Like I'm a craft cocktail bar. <laughs> so like instead of going to a bar where it's, you're literally just pouring a bunch of beers and like a and like a vodka soda, vodka soda, vodka soda, and it's just volume, volume, volume. Like you have hundreds of people coming in throughout the night and you're literally just tossing drinks and tossing drinks and that's a volume bar. That is not how I work. That's not my business. I'm more of a craft cocktail kind of bar where you want to have a super intricate, delicious cocktail with, you know, higher end premium spirits and, you know, different kinds of um, bitters and fruits or vegetables inside of your cocktail, then, you know, your, your bartender is going to take their, their good amount of time taking out, you know, shaving the, the vegetable or the fruit and really, um, making sure they're stirring 12 to 20 times, or, you know, maybe, you know, they're taking their time. It's a deliberate, it's a beautiful thing to watch and to enjoy and you're not just downing the drink you're sipping at it and it is just this super um sexy beautiful experience right if you've been to a craft cocktail bar whether you drink alcohol or not you can get a virgin one that is that type of business that is how i see myself i'm not at by any means going to be taking volume right so I understand that that is how I work. I I enjoy rest. I enjoy alone time. It's very necessary for me to have that spaciousness in my day so that when I do work with clients at any capacity, I am the clearest channel I can be. And I know that I'm channeling for them and it's not getting clouded with any of my own projections or stories, right? Um, And again, I also can carry on throughout my day to make sure that I'm operating from my clearest self, from my Oracle self, and not from someone else's, you know, projections or stories. So 
when you can understand how you personally thrive, right? That's a super personal thing to me. You might have something similar or it might be the complete opposite of me where you're like, no, give me more. Go, 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 go. I want more. Like you, maybe you actually enjoy volume. Maybe that is the way that you and your energy works. Then that is what you have to understand, right? So, um, because I know that that's how my energy works, I understand that I've experimented. Like I've had a lot of fun times experimenting with saying, okay, I'm just going to take clients in the morning. Okay. What does that feel like to have my mornings, you know, full, then I am like done by the afternoon or evening. Then I started to work with a lot of international clients where I would have to either be up super early or be up late in the evening in order to accommodate like my clients in Bali and Australia, for example. So I was like, well, that's not necessarily working because I need to have time zones availability for them. So then I thought, okay, what if I start taking clients only in the evening and then I have my day open? And I experimented with that and then I realized my prime, right? So like this is know thyself. This is again, going in with like understanding your energy is, in your day, like when do you have the most energy? When are you the most optimal? When are you the most clear? Because that's going to be different for everybody. You know, things that influence this are going to be your sleep, um, you know, what time you're waking up, um, how much you're eating, like before bed or first thing in the morning, you know, your overall general health is also going to affect this, like when your optimal time is. And for me, my optimal time is in the morning. So it's kind of like, well, damn, you know, evenings aren't necessarily going to be when I'm my sharpest and clearest. So then you start experimenting again and you're like, okay, what if I take my clients in the first half of the week versus the end of the week? Like, you know, gauging your energy. When am I at the most highest prime of my energy? Is it the beginning of the week where, or am I transitioning from the weekend? I'm a little bit slower. Like what I do best in the end of the week when I'm like getting excited for whatever. And then I realized my energy again, doesn't work like the traditional Monday through Friday, um, standard template where you're like, I have more energy towards that Friday because I'm excited for the weekend. It's like, no, like every day is a weekend for me. Like I literally, my days are just exciting and however I want to spend it. So it isn't necessarily like I have a um, slower Monday and then a more exciting Friday because literally any day of the week can be like a Friday for me. Um, so then again, I had to understand, I had to experiment. And then I played around with the times of the month. So it was like, well, I actually, because I, it takes me, um, about a 10 to 14 day turnaround, usually on the closer to the 14 day, um, turnaround to create a customized hypnotic track and affirmations for my client. I'm like, well, I actually don't like when I'm just getting booked throughout the month where I'm like getting one on a on the first and then the 10th and then the 15th and the 20th. Cause then I'm constantly in a cycle of like needing to be, um, needing to be in creation of something. And as, uh, someone who's, um, tuned into their body as an Oracle, um, I am not in constant creation mode, right? Most women are not. Um, so that's something to consider as well. So then I decided, hold on, let me pause for a second. Are you, are you gauging with me? Like, are, are we, are we on the same page? Cause I'm kind of going through different forms of refinement of energy. So, um, 
just want to take a little pause here and make sure that you're on board. Okay, cool. So um, again, if you want to look at your month, like that's a really good way of gauging from like when the full moon is, when the new moon is and saying like, when am I going to have the most energy? Do I want to be in constant creation? Do I want to be in constant enrollment? Do I want to always have my doors open? And the answer for me was no, I don't. And here's the really interesting thing about, you know, being an intuitive business is that you may do business in a way that seems counterproductive. So in standard business, it's like, you know, have your doors open, always available, always ready. You know, you don't want to leave money on the table. But for me, it's like, I rather understand what's best for my body, what's best for my intuition, because I am the show, I am the channel here. So in order for me as the individual to be the center of my business and what I offer, I have to make sure that again, my channel is clear. So how do I do this? I decided I was only going to take client inquiries, new client inquiries at the top of the month. So like within the first um, eight days, 10 days of the month, I am going to be taking on um, new clients. And that way I can actually work on the content for the clients throughout the month. And then I won't, I won't um, accept any more new clients until the beginning of the next month or whenever I want to be available for that. So that also means having a wait list. If you need to do a wait list, that means, you know, just opening up it's different availability based on your energy. Again, I'm not saying that this is how you have to do it. I'm saying this is what works for me based on my volume, based on where I am in my business, based on, you know, the relationships I have with clients and all of it. So um, again, none of this has ever affected my clients because my clients are just like, okay, cool. I can book on this day and this day. Perfect. Sounds good to me. Like it's, it's not at all affecting your business in a negative way when you are taking care of yourself. Um, so the thing is I can kind of go on and on and on about that. And there's so much to be said around understanding how you work best, but I'm giving you pretty you know, in-depth concepts of like the mindset that I had to go through around understanding my own timeframes and creating schedules for myself. So, um, I ended up creating this awesome schedule that is absolutely working for me. Um, you know, I personally do not like where I go to bed and I like, I'm like, okay, I have this on my docket for the, for tomorrow. And then the next day I wake up and three people have booked for that next day. It's like that personally doesn't work for me. I don't like that because I like to be able to have the intimacy with the individual that I have without being rushed. So, um, again, that's a privilege. That's a privilege that I've been able to get to within my business. And that's again, the level I'm at in my business. You might, if you're starting off, then, you know, what's going to be best for your energy might be different because you're more, um, operating from the root chakra of wanting to make sure all of your needs are met right now. My, all of my needs are met for months. I don't have to like worry about that. So, I have the availability energetically to say no to things that aren't in my excitement. And guess what? Regardless of where you are in your abundance timeline, you also have the availability to say no to what does not excite you because saying no to what does not excite you will only make you more available to things that do. 
So keep that in mind. We are not creating a business by templates that have been given to us. We are operating from the intuition. Okay, so the next thing that I had to shift within my business and within myself was the proving pattern. So this is something that if you've ever joined one of my masterclasses or you have worked with me in any kind of capacity, you know that I talk about the proving pattern, which is something I see at all levels of income. I have the privilege of working with people who are just beginning their, um, you know, spiritual business and those who are scaling hundred K months and more. And you'll see a sneaky sabotage spiral of the proving pattern show up. So I actually already touched on this, um, in the first half around, like, I thought that I needed, you know, to have a full day in order to consider myself a real entrepreneur. I thought I needed to have a full day in order to consider myself an abundant business, et cetera, et cetera. So this is something that takes a fine tooth comb and a great um, soundboard mentor to really sit there with you and understand why the proving pattern is there how it's actually serving you. Like, why is this here? Because you're only uh, you're only allowing it to be here because it's serving you in some way. So what are you afraid to lose if you were to abandon or integrate that proving pattern? So um, I'll give you an example of something that is really common that's probably super unconscious for most um, women in business is seeing what entrepreneurship looks like from their male counterpart. So if you have a partner who is um, a male or male um, dominant in the way that they operate in their business or in their work, or if it's your brother archetype or it's your father archetype or your ex-boyfriend or ex-husband or a husband or whatever archetype in your life, you have most likely seen them be, um, you know, really driven in the way that they are allowing their work to take the front seat compared to their rest, or they're allowing their work to take the front seat um, instead of their health or their relationships, right? So I'm not saying that this is the actual masculine way of running business. I'm saying that this is actually the old paradigm masculinity way of running business, old paradigm, right? So when we are going to overdrive and we're hustling and we have a full day of clients and we're back to back and we're, you know, doing a bro high five and then going for beers, it's like, this is the standard Americanized way or Western way of, you know, what we see or deem as a successful business. And that is not putting into account the feminine leadership, the feminine leadership that works with cycles, that works with emotions, that works with um, intimacy, that works with depth. Again, I'm not saying that men can't do this. I am saying that this is a masculine, old paradigm, masculine way of doing things. So you, as the you know feminine leader that you are, may have actually been operating from this type of energy, right? So 
This is a major way of proving because if the only template that you have of what a successful business looks like is to emulate other men in business, then you are in a proving pattern of what you think a successful business looks like. So this is why masterminds with other women are so important because you get to see the way that other women are also, you know, going through cycles and transitions and how they are affected and the insurmountable amount of strength that women actually carry as a way um, to be resilient, right? So this is in no way, again, making it seem that like women are sensitive and, and like can't like work all day because that's not true. But what I am saying is that if you really want to understand your proving patterns, be radically honest about what it is that you need, which is why we focus so much time on that first one, right? When you can understand what it is that you need, you can see the contrast of what it is that you're doing. Why are you doing that thing? Well, it's most likely because you are trying to prove something. A lot of times we're trying to prove, you know, um, that... Actually, I'll give an example of my own. Um, I was going into a proving pattern of like needing to prove that like, yes, I'm psychic, but I'm also like a business person. Yes, I'm, you know, an oracle, but I'm also super grounded. Yes, I'm an oracle, but I'm not airy fairy. Yes, I'm an oracle and a hypnotist, but you know, I, um, I, whatever, I'm successful. Um, yes, I dropped out of college my junior year, but uh, yes, I'm going to prove to you that my business is, was worth doing that for. Um, yes, I, um, am Hispanic, but it doesn't necessarily mean that I identify as, you know, this or that or whatever, these belief systems, or yes, I'm a woman, but that doesn't necessarily mean that I blank, 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 right? Like there's this constant push and pull of like what, we are trying to prove unconsciously that we don't even realize is there. So this is a major piece of the work that I had to look at to understand like, okay, I'm going to just do what it is that honors my energy. And that's totally okay. If this is, if someone else is going to judge me for the way that I do something, because it's not about them it's about me right the way i'm the feedback that i'm actually receiving and honoring what works best for me is receiving clients who are the happiest they've ever been why is that because when i'm present on the call i am the most present channel i can be right like you know this episode is a lot around focusing on the self which can make some people feel like, oh, well, what about the client? The client should be the center of the business. It's like, well, when it comes to entrepreneurship where you are uh, where you are a service provider and you are a service provider based on your gifts, then no, you are going to be at the center of your business and how you operate is going to affect your clients. So um, anyway, 
We can go on and on and on about the proving pattern. This is work that I do with my clients. It is, again, one of the most important aspects of the work that we do because if you are trying to prove something, then you are not actually in the process of following your most abundant timeline and your most uh, highest excitement in all moments. So the third thing that I want to talk about today is connecting as the heart-centered leader. So we've brushed on this as well. What does it mean to be a heart-centered leader? Because sometimes when you hear that, you're like, oh, okay. And it just means like being, you know, a spiritual person. But actually, no, being a heart-centered leader means that you are running an intuitive-based business. It means that you are following what your heart is telling you even if the logical thing, quote unquote, logical thing to do is the other. It means you are honoring what your heart is telling you in all moments. So again, sometimes the heart will lead us to do something that makes you think, oh shit, I'm about to lose money. Or how am I going to survive this? Or how is this going to work, right? The mind wants to understand all of the different pieces that go into it when the heart is like, no, like your heart is either a yes or a no to something. And when you can truly start to honor and run your business from being a heart centered leader, then you will see a dramatic difference in what is available to you. Because making more money does not actually mean spending more time making the money. The very act of you honoring your heart, your intuition, your channel by literally sleeping in or by resting or by making art is the work that is required in order to make more money. How does that work? Well, when you are honoring the heart and when you're honoring what it is that wants to be done, in the motion, in the action of me, you know, um, going and getting my painting supplies and putting out a um, tapestry in the backyard and just painting and microdosing or whatever it is that I'm doing, I might have an inspired thing that I want to share and I might create a post about it or I might get on a story and share or I might make a podcast episode and in the motion of doing that I am changing the frequency I am changing the vibration of what it is that I am doing I am changing the vibration of how I'm feeling inside of me and I am mirroring back to me the vibration and the state that I am in. That is energy mastery. So when I am doing what it is that is in my highest excitement, that is leading to joy and abundance and service, what I'm putting out into the world is going to land with the right people. So the right person listening to this podcast episode is going to be like, damn, I love this person's energy. I'm going to go look at their offerings. I'm going to go look at their page. I'm going to go follow them on Instagram. I'm going to go say hello. And that is how that works. And then all of a sudden you have a new client or then all of a sudden someone purchased something from you, right? So 
Um, the logistical side of creating a what I call omnipresent business is having an omnipresent um having an omnipresent offering. So what is something that you can offer that actually doesn't require you to be present for your client's transformation, right? Um, This is something I teach in my masterclass called omnipresence. Um, So I just gave you guys the foundation of like energetically what needs to shift. But if you want to learn practically like the tools that I use to create an omnipresent business and how to create six figures while deepening your client's transformation, the link to that is in my bio. In that masterclass, you will receive a $500 discount to a very, very, very special product in there. Um, But if you are interested in you are a change maker, you are a facilitator of transformation, and you want to be able to make your own schedule while still making money and deepening your client's transformation, definitely check out the Omnipresent Masterclass in my um, link because I'm going to explain everything there as to how it is that I can structure my business so that I can literally spend my time doing whatever it is that I want and setting up one day to actually work, another day to actually take consults and meet with new humans to see if we want to work together and um, go from there. So again, the three major things that I would say that that were shifted within me in order to even allow myself to um, understand how to make an omnipresent business was again learn how it is that i work best number two understand my proving patterns understand what i was trying to prove by overworking like where did i learn that i saw my immigrant parents overworking overproving overcompensating for you know the fact that they felt because they have accented English or the fact that they were immigrants that they needed to constantly prove that they were worthy of their work and of their income, right? So that is something that I inherited. That's something I had to sit with to understand. Like, I don't need to prove shit to anybody. So there's that. (laughs) And it goes deeper than that, of course. I touch on that in the masterclass. And again, the third thing, connecting with your heart-centered leadership, like what it is that you want to do, what it is that is um, you're feeling inspired by and trusting that that's exactly what's going to lead you to more income. I want to leave you with this note. I was never really good at following rules. And for those of you who have been conditioned into the world of linear reality and following directions, this new paradigm of intuition and divine feminine feels really scary. Am I right? In regards to the current global pulse, I'm hearing and seeing a lot of people saying, everything is up in the air. We just don't know yet. The future just isn't solid right now. And my response to that is, it's always been like that. There isn't a big man in the sky deciding what comes next. It's you. You decide. We've been playing by the rules that other people have created about money, education, business, relationships, health, friendships, etc. When in reality, we have always been free to choose what we wanted all of it to mean old paradigm created boxes for everyone to either fit in or not fit in. 
Now, divine leader, it's time to create your own rules. But how? He 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 he. This is where your intuition comes in. It's true. The future is up in the air. And thank goodness, it only starts taking form when you've made internal decisions. How are you consistently feeling? What are you consistently thinking? What are you consistently giving your attention to? There is no path until you answer these questions and start walking. P.S. You can always choose your most abundant timeline. In the new world, intuition is queen. Hi there. Just before you go, I wanted to say thank you so much for tuning in. If you are loving the show, loving this episode, please share it with your friends, share it on your social media, on your stories. It will really help this show and our audience to grow. You can tag me at Natalie Granja underscore. If you're feeling the call to work with me personally, you can find me at nataliegranja.com. During this ascension process, it is vital to surround ourselves with other high vibration beings that can propel us into our most abundant timeline. You never know what impact you can make by sharing this community with someone you know.